is happening now? We're about to send you back to the Rebuta! <laughs> And welcome to another episode of Back to the Review, the show in which we take a classic movie that one of us or both of us might not have seen before, and we take a look at it now. I'm Drew Bridger. I'm Amber Inch. And we are back. Yay. Guess who's back? Back again. It is us. Not allowed to do that. We are back. I'm changing the words. It's okay. I'm changing the words. It's a parody song now. Oh, okay. See, if you change the words, it's a parody song, so you get away with it. All right. We are back, we are back, we are back, we are back, we are back on the podcast. But, 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 but. See? It's a parody song now. Okay. I should explain, we are back, and it feels like it's been a while since we've done this. Yeah, it has. Doesn't it? It has. We haven't actually sat down and recorded an episode in, I think, over a month now. Yeah, probably. Bordering on a month and a half. And that is because last week we had to... Not last week, but last episode release. We release these every two weeks. Last episode window release. We had to skip releasing an episode. And that is because one of us got sick. Really sick. It was you. It was me. <laughs> Bitches out here getting sick, <laughs> taking up time, being all miserable. It's me. I'm bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, not very well for quite a while. It was three straight weeks. With the weeks. dreaded virus. With the dreaded virus. I mean, it wasn't that for the whole three weeks. It started off pretty bad uh, with what I thought was a head cold morphed into the flu morphed into some sort of weird chest problem as well (laughs) for a while and then became COVID so I was not very well for a while and we also couldn't record even after I was better we couldn't record for a while because I after I said right I'm, I'm feeling a little better now I think we should make uh, an episode. You said to me, you don't sound <laughs> like you're ready to make one. You sound like you are dry and have no voice and cannot record. And I was like, do I sound like that? So I tested myself. Did you? I tested how I sounded and I was like, yeah. I I sound like I've spent the last 20 years smoking. (laughs) (laughs) I sound like a massive smoker. You would have started at like 15. Mmm, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's possible, yeah. So it is possible. So we didn't record for a while because I needed to sound a little better. But as you you can tell now, I am back to the deep and sultry tones of what I normally (laughs) am. Um, But... Because you revved your voice up before we started. Revved... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I had to warm up. I had to get myself going. I had to rev my engine, get it going. But we are back again now. And it means that we've taken a little bit of a break and we've come up with some ideas and plans of films to see. And actually, this episode 
we're hopping back into our way back machine to go to the way way back a way way back machine not the furthest back we've gone but pretty far what's the furthest back i think we discussed this once i think rocky or the godfather was the furthest back that we've gone Rocky was 1977. Was it? I think so. Oh. And I forget what year The Godfather was, but I'm pretty sure it was a little further back than this. Really? But we're headed back to 1979. Nine. For 1979. <laughs> that was a little bit of Ferris Bueller's day off there. 19 times. <laughs> we're headed back to 1979 to a film that you suggested and I was taken aback a little bit because it was a film that I had never thought to do. Oh. Yeah. I, it's not on any list of films <gasps> that I've written out. I've always just been of the opinion, not of the opinion, because I don't really have an opinion, but I've always been of... <laughs> Do you say you don't really have an opinion? You no. absolutely have opinions. No. No. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I can't have an opinion on whether it's good or not because I didn't see it. That's what I meant. So sure. when I started saying opinion, I thought, oh, that's not what I mean. Yeah. But like, I've always been told by people that it's something that you have to watch. Right. And it's like one of those films. And I had it around my house, like on video and stuff. It was just everywhere all the mm. time. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. I thought it was going to be really boring, so I was like, no. Well, but from the yeah. cover of the video, though, and, like, the film poster, mm. I didn't know what I thought it was. But when I looked at that, I was like, oh, no. Oh, looks like a war thing. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Right, Have you right. seen the picture? I, yeah. So Just the... by the way, for one second... The Godfather was actually out in 1972. Yeah, so that's... I think that is definitely the furthest back that we've gone. I can't yeah. think of anything that we have done from the 60s as yet. No. That might change. I don't know. I don't... But, I don't know. I mean, if we ever did Dirty Dancing, we could technically class that as the 50s because even though it's an 80s film, it's set in the 50s. Oh, don't even get me started but, on that. Seriously. I know, but it's so he's... annoying. How can. Oh. <laughs> don't worry, we've got time for you to rant if you want. It's fine. I was just thinking about whether it was worth it because I keep having this thing and then I go, well, it happens in other films, I suppose, but for some reason in that one particular film, it really gets on my nerves. Like, they use 50s music throughout the whole entire film. And then the last song and the last bit, the last dance or whatever, is like, like the, the big, big famous yeah, bit. Yeah, like the big part of the film. And they use a song that's been just written in the 80s. Doesn't sound like a 50s song whatsoever, but all the people in the film are dancing and singing along to it as if it's just come out in the 50s. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Why would you have a soundtrack of 50s songs and then put one 80s song at the end and expect that to be the one that everyone like goes along with as if... Oh, this really eighties sounding song. Like they would have hated that in the fifties. Yeah. They'd have been like, what's what's what? <laughs> what is this? It's literally the Back to the Future it. bit where he yeah, plays the song. He plays Johnny yeah. Be Good. I, I don't understand how they and can all be dancing to it. Like everyone they know in the fifties hates it. Yeah. Uh, I know that like I I watch musicals and I understand that it's like, well, you know, everybody doesn't just start dancing and singing in the street for no reason. But actually, in this film they do because they're all 
dancing like that's the whole point of the film right yeah so it's not for no reason no. that's what that's it's not why they're there but you know what i mean yeah, they're teenagers no, exactly. and kids having parties and whatever so they would be dancing yeah but not to music that's 30 years ahead of them no no it's so it's just bizarre to, it's just so weird to me that that happens and the reason why i think it's weird is because they put so much effort into making the rest or the majority of the soundtrack all 50 songs that people who grew up and at then that, that time last one really and, stands yeah, out like that the woman because we watched the tv show about or the documentary on netflix about how movies are made and the movies yeah. that made us and all that sort of stuff the, the, one the of movies dirty, the movies it? that made us yeah for for and, the uh for the listeners uh yeah. watching it is a great series go and <laughs> check not it advertising out it. no well i mean well we're not getting paid by them i'm but i am saying if you like behind the scenes stories of films that are from that era it's a really good series to watch yeah she had a whole thing about how she fought so hard and the film almost didn't get made because they couldn't get the rights to show that that particular soundtrack all of the songs that she chose she chose because she had this experience in yeah. her youth and those songs were the ones that she danced to so it was like this is relatable because this is what the children of that time did yeah right and the film almost didn't get made because they couldn't get the rights to those songs. Yeah. And then the one song that they use is written <laughs> and sung 30 years away from yeah. when the film was made. It's just, it's a really For weird reason, choice. For some reason, I cannot get my head around it. It's a really And it weird must choice. happen all the time, but that hasn't been one that I can think of that's that obvious. Right. I don't know why it sticks in my head, but it just gets on my nerves. Every time it just gets on my nerves. And, but here's the thing, though. No, it I doesn't do... matter, does it? But... No, it doesn't. <laughs> I feel like we are, we may, might, maybe, possibly, almost I don't want to watch reach it. a point in this podcast where we're going to go, well, we're running out of films that we both haven't seen. That's not true. Dirty you, Dancing. I've seen nothing. Dirty Dancing <laughs> might have to be on the list. But we'll burn that bridge when we get to it. I don't want to watch that film because I'm going to complain about it and then everybody's going to be annoyed. I know. But in the meantime, we don't need to worry about it because this episode, we are looking at The Warriors, which, again, you suggested. And I was baffled by the fact that I hadn't thought of (laughs) this film to be on any list that we could look at. And it's... And the great thing is, it's a it's a short film. Yeah, it was. It's an hour short. and a half. I know. I like. I love now watching <laughs> films that are only like an hour and a half long. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about it. Forty five minutes would be the sweet spot for me. But and <laughs> I, and obviously we are recording this after SNL released a sketch about a, a, a song oh, yeah. sketch about coming home and wanting to watch a movie but only a really short ass movie <laughs> because it's like yeah i can i i'm more than yeah, happy you to don't watch. watch an episode of something of a series no. even though it's short yeah. because then you're into the series or whatever yeah. so you just want to watch a one-off thing but you want it to be easy to watch and not two hours long <laughs> i don't mind watching a two and a half hour long film when the time calls for it when it's like the Batman or you know yeah something like that yeah I well the first Pirates of the Caribbean let's be fair you know as things like that I am more than prepared to watch a two and a half hour film of but 
when it's getting into the evening, I'm like, I want to watch a film. And I'm like, oh yeah, I haven't seen this. This looks really good. Two hours, 11 minutes. Nah, screw it. No, because it's like nine o'clock by then. And then you go, that's my whole night gone just from watching this one film. Exactly. So before we get into what we thought the film was going to be for each of us, because we both haven't actually seen the film, which I'm surprised... I, this is going to sound really bad. I'm surprised that I haven't seen it, but I know. <laughs> oh. But I know why I haven't. But looking back on it now after I've seen it, I'm surprised that I haven't seen it. Oh, right. Because I've now, spoiler alert for before we do our ratings, I'm now surprised I haven't seen it because of how good it is. Yeah. What made you kind of suggest this film and have it on your radar so normally something would just prompt me to think oh that film and then i'll say it when my dad's around and gauge his reaction and if his reaction is exactly the one that i got when i said i hadn't seen the warriors then i thought we have to do and what reaction <laughs> is holding, that amber he was holding something and then right. when i said that i hadn't seen the warriors he wasn't holding it anymore it was like, <laughs> <laughs> it was like <laughs> With mouth wide open. So there we go. That uh, I hate to break it to you, John, but you are the litmus test for, <laughs> for whether a film is good enough to be warranted a podcast episode yeah, as to whether Amber or not. Amber or I haven't seen it. Imagine the look on his face when I said I haven't seen The Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah there it. I mean, I, I think it wasn't so much a look on his face as it wa- was more of a stand up and a stomp out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> it was just great a harsh exit. So, yeah, The Warriors. I've heard a lot about this film. I knew that it was kind of a cult classic because back in my days of working in a cinema when we did cult screenings, oh, okay. one of them was The Warriors, and mm. I kind of caught a little bit of flack, because I was kind of like, I don't really know what this film is. And pe- and some of the people that were working there were going, ah! Oh, it's it's like, how have you not seen The Warriors? I'm like, I haven't seen The Warriors because I'm not this interested thing, like, in it. This is know? what we're looking for when people go, how have you not seen that? Like, that's the exact That's the exact that kind of have. thing that we're after. Yes. So... I knew that it was a cult favourite kind of thing because I think it resonates with indie budget filmmaking around the time. Yeah, okay, yeah. And it's kind of a masterclass in what you can do with very little in the way of money for a film. Yeah, because it didn't and look still like have it would be, be good. hugely expensive no. because they're just... I mean, they look. It looked like they just filmed all of this stuff through the night, though. <laughs> they just waited for people to leave. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and they just filmed it overnight. I'm, I'm pretty sure. The budget of it was four million dollars. Yeah, so it's not Although, four million. Know, is that is a lot in the seventies, though? I don't know. In the seventies, it might have been, but. I mean, I'm pretty sure Rocky had a bigger budget than that. <laughs> well, no, because he... Well, oh, no, he didn't, because he pretty much made that he himself. He made it himself, yeah, he paid for it pretty much. Yeah. So, the late 70s was an era of filmmaking where you could do it on not a lot. But I must say, it has grossed $22 million. Oh, that's 20, more than I would have thought. 22 and a half 
million dollars. It made back almost its entire budget in its opening weekend. Oh, okay. So the average film budget by 1978 was about five million. Yeah. So it's about right. Yeah. It's about on on par for that. But I mean, it was well spent with what they had. So let's get they mostly spent it on leather provisions. <laughs> Yes, a lot of leather went into the making of this film, I have to say. There was jackets and waistcoats and belts <laughs> and headbands galore. <laughs> but let's, as we do every episode, get into what each of us thought the film was going to be about before having seen it. So I haven't seen this film either. So do you want to go first? Okay. I'll let you go first. Um, so I had no idea what the film was about. And the reason why I said, oh, I've never seen The Warriors was because you get into one of those YouTube holes where things just come up after you've watched something and you go, oh, it's only a minute long. I'll watch that. And it was the cast of The Warriors going right. back to the subway stations that they filmed on in, yeah, like back in the seventies, and um, so obviously they were all old men now. Um, so I think it might have been for something like Fallon or something like that. Right, and they took a them... late night show of yeah, some kind. Something okay, like that. and they took them back to um, all the subway stations that they. But like obviously they were still being used. They just got on a train that was turning up, and so when they got on, all the people that were already on the train were like staring at them and going, "Are you?" Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and this one guy got like uber excited and that's what my dad was like well that's what I'd be like if I saw him yeah. and I was like oh I don't even know what the Warriors is never even seen it and he was like <laughs> yeah. had a convulsion or something he had the, um, he had the buffering <laughs> the, the YouTube buffering thing appear yeah. over him like he's trying to process the information that you've given yeah. him <laughs> so I kind of got like they didn't explain the film really at all no they just showed that they were all together wearing the same almost like a little uniform and because right. I saw that bit I thought oh obviously it's a gang and they're going to another gang so I thought oh it's probably a turf war or okay. a gang war or something yeah. so I from that I kind of got a sense of the idea but I didn't obviously know exactly okay but that helped because yeah, otherwise no, I would have did. had no it idea did. at all and for me uh, all I knew really was that it was it was to do with gangs in New York I I I didn't know I if it was thinking of Gangs of New York. Oh, <laughs> is that its own film? Yeah. I thought that was like the subtitle of this one. Ah, <laughs> oh. I was I was wondering why I wasn't seeing Daniel Day Lewis in this film. Yeah, you were like you've watched like an hour and a half. Really and weird. Gone, Where's Leonardo DiCaprio? Oh, it's finished. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Where's Daniel Day Lewis doing his iconic My left different different oh, accent yeah. for every <laughs> film he's in? No. So I knew it was about gangs and I didn't really, from, from the poster and the synopsis of it, without having seen the film, I could never really figure out if it was a heightened fictionalization of what gangs in New York are like. Right. And whether, you know, they all do have their own theme <laughs> and their own, like, some of them uniform. <laughs> well, they were in this film, yeah. absolutely. But I didn't know if, like, that was, like, a heightened fictionalization of what they're like. Or 
So I didn't really know if this whole thing was set in a kind of world where this is happening everywhere. Or yeah, what. yeah. But I, I'm taking it as face value that actually this is New York and there are all of these gangs and it is the 70s. And I knew that it was about one gang trying to get back from somewhere oh, okay. to their own turf but they had to go through other gangs turfs to get to there get, uh, yeah. and it was very so you dangerous knew exactly what the story was so then. well how did you know that well no that was that was literally all i knew i yeah, figured it was the them story, getting then. back home and that was it and it was only once the film started and it and stuff started get going that in the back of my mind i kind of thought oh wait i vaguely remember something about someone getting shot and that's why they have to you get knew home. You the whole story. Uh, but I didn't know that I knew it. This is the thing. I kind of, I was like, I know it's about a gang trying to get home. Oh, but... so you knew what it was about after you watched it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, it's, exactly. <laughs> no, wait, no, 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 no. <laughs> Don't lie. Just going to show you the film poster that I was talking about because that was on like the front of the DVD and stuff. That's so every time I saw that, I kept thinking like, oh, yeah. it's some like lame thing about no like, red Indians or something. I'd like well, <laughs> I didn't look yeah, at it properly, but I was like, it's this. Oh, so I'd like to point out that the poster that you've actually brought up there oh, is the, the cover game. of the video game. Yeah, but that's what was on the actual video though. Look. Yes, there is that as well, which which is. A uh, like a painted film poster, but no, yeah, that's yeah. on the DVD. Yeah, no, and again, it can be misleading because I thought it was when I when I first saw that it was coming as a screening in the cinema I was working at. I, I thought it was something similar to that as well. But what did you make of the film? I don't understand why the girl in this picture isn't the girl that's in the film. They have made her look different, haven't they? Ah, oh, no. No, I think that's the one one of the girls from the whole gang of girls. Oh, okay, right, fair enough. I think she was one of the leaders of the gangs of girls because she's got a hat. That's how you know she's different. She's got a hat. She's got a hat. Oh, yeah, that's true, actually, because the girl behind her also has a hat. Yeah. <laughs> See? Everyone's got a theme. Everyone's got a thing. Red and wild. Was there a theme? theme? Yeah, that's your theme. Red and wild. Red and wild, that's your theme. <laughs> Everyone's got a theme. Now yeah. that I've seen the film, I actually really like that poster now. Do you? <laughs> These are the armies of the night. They are 10,000 strong. They outnumber the cops five to one. They could run New York City. Tonight, they're all out to get the warriors. Ah, oh, see, I like that. <laughs> I like that. I like that. But did you know that based on that tagline, there were a bunch of people that tried to get the film banned because they thought it would incite violence uh, against police? Oh. Yeah. And actually, I've got to say that for a film about gangs in New York, they weren't actually seeking out no, they violence weren't. against the police. No, they it weren't. It was the police no, that they were, were just like, ready to... Yeah, exactly. But they, but the police were after them because they did shoot somebody. So. Well, they were <laughs> under the impression that the warriors had no, shot someone. No, but I mean, someone, the reason why the yeah. police were out was because somebody got shot. So what did you make of it? I really liked it. I yeah. thought it was fun. It wasn't funny. I didn't no. laugh. No, <laughs> no but jokes. it was... 
tense. It was quite tense, yeah. Especially when the guy rolled over right into the train track. That was horrible. I didn't expect that. I because here's the thing, when I f- when the storyline first started getting going, I thought it was headed down the route where this one member of the warriors all of the rest of the gang are gonna have to do everything they can to protect him because he is the the eyewitness to see the person that actually shot cyrus yeah Yeah. so they're gonna have to protect him Mm. and i thought oh so what's happened is they're all gonna like kind of get picked off one by one by defending him and then it's going to kind of come down to like right at the end is he going to make it to give this eyewitness statement or not no one would believe him though would they it had to come from somebody that wasn't part of any of them yeah i think so no one would have believed him because he's part of the gang yeah well yeah there is that and maybe they kind of i mean he couldn't do it anyway could he no that's why it was such a surprise that halfway through he ends up as a hood ornament for a subway train. Oh, oh sorry, was that a bad description then? Yeah, um, horrible. But no, I know exactly what you mean. It was tense. It was a very tense yeah, film. Yeah. And I think the great thing about it being a shorter film, an hour and 29 minutes, really. Mm. And that's a theatrical cut. I would love to see what was left in in a director's cut, maybe. Yeah. I'd love to see... Just more violence. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Maybe other gangs. Yeah. Maybe. You see more of... More you themes. Don't more. There was still... There was quite a lot as it was. Yeah. You see more themes happening. I would... I would love to see a director's cut with some other stuff happening. But the great thing about it being a shorter film is that it doesn't lose pacing. No. Yeah. They're constantly running. That's the thing as well. My God. Did they have to do cardio for this film? On that little episode, like one minute thing that I watched. Yeah. They were walking up, slowly walking up the stairs of the subway station because they were all like, oh. Yeah. And one of the guys just turned to the other one and he was like, we used to run up these stairs. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, you didn't just used to run up those stairs. You ran the whole of New York. Yeah. Looking like it anyway. Ran through Central Park. They ran through subway stations. They ran ran through subway tracks. My God. Yeah, he walked the track to get there. Yeah, it's no wonder that they're wearing vests with no shirts under them. They want to show off their, like, runner's bodies. (laughs) I reckon that that's a look that I could pull off, though. I don't know. The (laughs) The skinny jeans with the big belt buckles... And just the leather waistcoat with I nothing think their underneath. Jeans were skinny. They would have been skinny in the seventies, would they? They were kind of skinny, oh. kind of skinny jeans. They had. They were more like like torn up. They were probably. Ones, oh, okay. Weren't they? I was gonna say they're probably quite tight at the top, then loose at the bottom. Yeah, you don't really see a whole lot like of what flares. they're wearing flares. around this. Flares. <laughs> Fleers. They don't. You don't see a whole lot of what they're wearing around there. I mean, goodness knows what they would have to be running in as far as footwear goes, <laughs> because if they're wearing boots with those yeah, jeans. Yeah, I just didn't notice. Dang. Like that poor woman who had to run everywhere and she had high heels on. Her feet must have been bleeding all over the place. You know, when they were sitting in the subways, they were trying to. They thought they'd made. Oh no, they had made it that time. Right at the end when they were. Yeah. Running. Yeah, and those. Oh no. The prom couples. Yeah, they yeah. hadn't made it yet, had they? No, they had. They were getting to that. They oh, were getting. Yeah, that bit? was like their last bit that they had to do on the train. Oh, okay. Yeah, 
That's why they're all there, like, relaxing and oh, sleeping. Oh, yeah, because um, then the people turn up in the car. Yeah. Yeah, when it was, like, panning around her because they, they were looking at them and being dirty. And then it started to go down to her feet. I thought, oh, no, this is going to be horrible. But it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> She's got, like, cuts and glass yeah, yeah. stuck I in her feet. Just, no, and, I just like... thought, in general, the shoes were just going to yeah. be ripping her apart she was running around everywhere. Yeah. And they were, like, tight sandals. Oh, I can't even imagine what that would be like. No. Awful. But yeah, I was I was really surprised at the amount of running that cuz this you, you realize that when they're making this film, it's not just that they've done that one take of them running and they've gone, "Oh yeah, that's great. That's fine." <laughs> first this, time, great. Yeah. Yeah, first time, great. They were probably shooting a whole night of running scenes. And I'm just there going, my God, they must have been dehydrated come morning. They must have <laughs> been just carb loading in between yeah, takes to I be mean, able like, to have the energy to do this. I haven't seen any of them after. I haven't really seen any of them in anything else. No. Like, no, none of them have been big stars or anything. So maybe they were literally just athletes that they hired maybe. to do it. Well, I mean, it would make sense. Yeah. But, but I, I mean, mean, like, they're not actors per se you know no no i mean i think you didn't see a lot of acting from them and they didn't really do it It wasn't Mm. it wasn't like the greatest oscar worthy performances that we saw from them like i'm not saying they were really bad they didn't take anything away from it but they weren't yeah i mean they weren't great were they they weren't like special so here's the thing i think that the delivery of some of their lines in some places i felt for the most part it was Genuine, yeah, quite natural, yeah. But at the same time, it it didn't, it wasn't like sold to me. Yeah, right. You know, there's a difference between it being genuine and being believable. I think in some instances in films. I wonder also how old they were when they did that. I reckon they were all pretty young. Were they not supposed to? Were they supposed to be teenagers or just? I got the impression that they weren't necessarily all teenagers. I I got the impression that for the most part it ranged from teenage years up to like. Mid thirties. <laughs> it's however long you want. Has to have like a leader, so maybe he's yeah. like old. Because I mean, one of them looked really old. Here's the thing: you <laughs> ask, you ask any motorcycle club because they don't like being called a gang. They're clubs, <laughs> right? You ask any motorcycle club what age you stop being a member. They're like, no, you're a member yeah, for, for life. life. Yeah. So I, I know, so, but you, know, you can't be going around the streets batting people around the head when you're like 40 can you well no i mean that's a young man's game swinging a bat around that's isn't what I it mean. <laughs> so all of them are still alive which is nice yeah i get the impression that um, michael beck who played swan yeah the main guy i get the impression that he was an actor and he's probably been in other things but maybe not anything that we've seen yeah maybe he was 30 Right. So he was the oldest one because all the rest of them are about. So it's like 28, 22, 26, 22, 27. There is one that was 31, actually. But those were the yeah. women. The two women. The women were the oldest. Right. Ones. I get the impression that they were actually playing the ages that they were. Okay. That's 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 what I get. Except for the youngest one. The one who looked the youngest. I imagine he was probably playing about 17, 18 because of how naive he looked yeah, and came across him kid. yeah exactly 
Like, he's the newest member that they have. He looked like it, yeah. But he yeah. was the smartest one. Yeah. He was the one that worked everything out. They, yeah, they, absolutely. They, they helped him. Yeah. So the director was the oldest one because he was 37 at the time. But... <laughs> wow. <laughs> God, imagine... Now, here's the thing, okay? I... And, okay, I get that Kevin Smith made Clerks on a really, really low budget. He did it when he was kind of 24, 25, right? And that went on to be a huge cult success. But the guy that made The Warriors is, and I'm going to, and I'm opening up publicly about this now. So, excuse me, you are going to hear something very personal oh, about me. No. The guy, he made The Warriors when he was two years older than me, all right? Yeah. Now, imagine making that at that age and having it go on to be such a big cult thing that I don't, I don't know what else this guy has directed, but I don't There's know if it's anything... There's been a few things after this. But is it anything big? Is it anything of no? It's just... Like, The Warriors seems like the thing that he is most attributed to. So I've still got two years, is what I'm saying. <laughs> There's still two years, potentially, that I can that I can do something with. Like, there, there's still time for me to do my The Warriors. I mean, yeah, if you've got it, if you've got the story in you and you can go out and get it done, yeah, absolutely. And four million dollars. Um, yeah, that's true. Right, except for inflation, it's probably more now, like twenty million dollars. Probably more than that. <laughs> Jesus. So he was called Will, uh, Walter Hill. Yes. He produced Aliens. Oh, okay. Oh no, he was only the producer in the yeah. Warriors. Nobody came oh. up as director. Maybe he did both. Oh, producer, writer, director. He yeah. did all of it. It's all of his film. Yeah, and it was based on a aliens. novel as well. Yeah, apparently. I didn't, I didn't know that. We interrupt this show to bring you a brief word from our sponsors. Amber, I would like to tell you about Greenbird gift baskets. Cool. Cool. You're interested? Interested. Excellent. I'm glad you said that because Greenbird Gift Baskets is a small local business based in Southampton offering gourmet gift baskets beautifully hand-wrapped in biodegradable cellophane. They use products from small local businesses wherever they can and are perfect gifts for weddings, birthdays, baby showers or simply as a thank you. We are passionate about supporting small local businesses who offer delicious products and share our values on sustainability. There is a selection of baskets available online, Greenbird gift baskets at square.site, and all baskets are totally customisable for dietary needs and tastes. Greenbird gift baskets offer sweet, savoury and mixed baskets as well as picnic boxes, and prices start from just £25 for a gift basket. Amber... They can even add wine or fizz for an extra special touch. Collection is available from Southampton or they can deliver to surrounding areas. So visit Greenbird Gift Baskets at square.site and check them out on Facebook and Instagram at Greenbird Gift Baskets. Oh, and make sure to tell them that Back to the Review just sent you, yeah? And now we return to your regularly scheduled programming. So, would you like... The first bit. Oh, no. Uh, no, or, well, look, here's the thing. I'm going to give you one very quick bit, very, very quick bit of is the trivia worth the time? Okay. All right. 
But here's the thing, the reason I'm going to do that is because I've got an amazing bit which I'm going to save for later is on. Is it the, um... Is it about a person? No. Well, this, the one I'm is about it, to give you. No, yes. the good one. No. Is it that Matthew Broderick was actually in the crowd? No! <laughs> that guy looked like him so much. I know, it did. I did was you saying, actually see who I was talking about? I think I did. I caught a very quick glimpse. And I was like, a, what? He was no. just as one of the mimes. Oh, that's he probably really why I didn't immediately like him. recognise him. He probably would have been like two then. Might have been the face makeup. <laughs> so, let's answer this question. Is the trivia worth the time? No. Oh, okay. Alright. <laughs> in one take... Michael Beck, who plays Swan, swings a bat into Deborah's face in the scene where he throws it at the cop. She was rushed to hospital at 3am for stitches and still has a scar. Now imagine having that happen on set where he accidentally swings it into her face. other scenes that she had to film after she had the stitches then? I imagine so. How did they hide them? I imagine they just kind of brushed her hair over it or something or, or covered it with makeup. Yeah. They probably covered it, they yeah, put something probably. over the stitches and then just covered it in makeup, I mm-hmm. reckon. Weird. But imagine having that happen. I mean, this is the, this is what happens when you play with the warriors. <laughs> she did ask to keep going on the, the trip with them. Yeah! That's the dangerous part. I mean, you've you've experienced it now, haven't you, love? They yeah. said it was dangerous, and now look, you've taken a bat to yeah, the chops. Yeah, they said, why do you want to come with us? You don't want to come with us. Stay here. And she's like, I want some action. And that, well, you got some action with a, with a bat in the face. <laughs> so there you go. Woman. Woman, get out of the way of my bat. I'm trying to throw it at a cop's <laughs> leg. Batwoman. Bat, get out of the way, batwoman. <laughs> He's Batman. Trying... <laughs> so much. God, there are so many Batman happening at the moment. We've got the Batman. We've got Morbius, who is a Batman. We've got we've got Swan, who is a man bat. Man with a bat. The <sighs> Batman. He is a, a Batman, not the Batman. Where, where, where? Hold on. How, who's deciding who's the Batman and not just a Batman? Well, I mean... Bruce Wayne has called to dibs him, on the Batman. the Batman. Yeah, but who no. Who's yeah, but who's deciding that? Well, I mean, I guess, you know, if if <laughs> one doesn't know about the other, you're just assuming that you're the Batman. There we go then. I would never assume that I'm a Batman. <laughs> I would assume that I am the Batman because I don't immediately see any other Batman no, around me. But they can both be the Batman because the guy from the Warriors is a different type of bat. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Imagine if that was Batman's <laughs> shtick. Like, I'm going to make people fear what I fear. I'm going to be a symbol of fear to people. I will become a bat. Oh, like, you know, like the, the flying night No, I'm really scared of baseball bats. I will be a Batman. <laughs> oh. Just, like, binds his legs together, so he just, like, totters. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. This this is the whole... I did not see this theme going this <laughs> this way. So, so what, we're going to make everything out of wood. Yes, everything's going to be made out of wood. Did you give him a lisp? <laughs> <laughs> you gave Batman a lisp. I don't have a lisp. <laughs> it's how I talk when the thing is around my neck. I can't move my head. <laughs> you should never, ever assume that you're the only one. No, no. I mean, I would. I think if I was 
if I was Batman, I would assume that maybe there's no one else in the world crazy enough to fight crime dressed as a bat. But the odds are unlikely, you mean, you mean but never enough. zero. You mean rich enough. Rich enough. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you no, mean. No well, one's rich enough to just run, run around like a bat. Well, you don't, I don't, I mean, you don't have to be rich. You just have to be the right amount of crazy. I mean, if you've got, <laughs> if you've got a black bin bag that you can utilize, you can no, probably but... fashion something together. It's just not going to of... make any armor out of it. Yeah, he's just got loads of, but he's got loads of armor and like really good ultra not ultrasonic what do they call it again when they've got whales sonar yeah and all that sort of stuff like you can't just get that on the cheap no but you can still go out and fight crime dressed as a bat it's just without <laughs> all of that you're not going to last very long but, but that's what i mean but you said you would assume that that's why getting... he's the batman because every other batman <laughs> is just dressed in like a black bin bag throwing like kitchen knives at people yeah, and they get their just, ass kicked well this guy's just wielding a bat and he's got an open leather waistcoat on like yeah. that's his thing that's his that's his thing <laughs> so i i only wrote down a few notes which i do want to go through it's very rare that i write down notes actually also, just even on thing, films though, i haven't seen who's the guy that gets shot again cyrus called? cyrus why why would i not remember that name it's like the name of my favorite duo Right. Billy Ray and Miley. <laughs> <laughs> the award-winning father-daughter yeah. duo of Billy Ray and Miley Cyrus. <laughs> the guy that actually did shoot him. Yes. Like, what was he... Was he doing, like, his audition for the Joker? Like, he thought this was his Joker audition or something. What was that guy's deal? I mean, <laughs> I obviously he he's was, was meant like to be mental. to the extreme. That did I couldn't... See, here's the thing. There are some performances where you're like, okay, this guy is chewing up the scenery, okay? He is just there. He is giving it 110%. He is making some choices and sticking to it. And then there are, you know, a la Nick Cage. Okay, I'll admit it. I'll say his name. I'll say his name on the podcast. If I say his name three times, it might appear. I don't know. I'm not going to take that risk at the moment. No, not right now. The other flip side of that is it is someone who is playing a very specific character and doing it very well and getting that across in a succinct manner during the few short scenes they have in the film. And then there's this performance. (laughs) And this performance sits squarely in the middle yeah, of those two. It was too where much. It's just like it's you, either too much or not enough. I can't decide. Yeah, where it's just like you can't tell, like, is he chewing up the scenery with the lines he's been given or is he playing this really unhinged character that is exactly how the director wanted him to be and doing it perfectly? But the thing is, I can't tell and the first instance that i got where i was like i can't tell whether this guy is doing this or doing this was when they're at the convenience like stall and she says hey you're gonna pay for what you got and he's like what do you mean and like shouts (laughs) her and i'm like wow that was a choice right there 
I get the bit. I've heard um, the little warriors thing that he's done before loads of times as well. Yeah, because that gets parodied in yeah. a lot of things. And I've seen like Family Guy do the radio broadcast bit quite a lot. Well, not quite a lot. Once. Yeah. But I've seen them do that before as well, so that's kind of something. And I wasn't—I didn't know where that was from. I don't think. I think they do something similar to that as well in "Do the Right Thing." I don't know who that is. Spike Lee's movie "Do the Right oh, Thing." Okay. Yeah, I think they do something very similar to that oh. as well. So I think I don't know that that was a trend or whether one was borrowing when from the other or whether way? it's a uh, coincidence. Spike Lee's "Do the Right Thing." What year was that? Bear with. Just gonna have a quick look. Do the right. Oh Christ! Uh, so do the right thing came out in 1989. So that was ten years yeah, I was after say, this. I don't think it was in so I don't. Th- yeah, maybe one was borrowing from the other. I reckon. Well, yeah, the one that was first wasn't borrowing from. No, the no, obviously. <laughs> yeah, when he was doing that, and it was mm. like at first it was kind of creepy, and that was kind of cool. And then he just kept going. And then he kept going and it just got really weird. <laughs> I know, it, it, it starts going up and up and up and up. And I'm like, oh my God. You only need God. to do it a couple of times. <laughs> but I, this is the thing. You do it a couple of times with the three bottles. And yeah. it's like, clink, clink, yeah. clink. Warriors. Yeah. You do it a couple of times. And it's like intimidating. And then it's like, wow, this is really annoying. And then it's like, oh my God, he's not stopping <laughs> that guy is crazy yeah so there's like if you keep going long enough it goes out of annoying and into crazy so yeah. it's like all right i get i get That's where like you're going you, with yeah you. if you're like making a noise or staring at somebody and doing something for long enough it's kind of it's funny at first and then it just gets a bit awkward and then it goes through awkward and gets funny again. So you have to hit the yeah, right spot. You have you've got to, to do it for the right amount of time. Yeah, you have to. You have to get to that you point. You can't stop when it's awkward because then that's embarrassing. So I do want to say that Cyrus at the start really, obviously it isn't him, <laughs> but it really reminded me of Keegan Michael Key. Yeah, you said that, but I don't and know I was, why you said. I don't know. I don't know, I don't I don't really know why it. he reminded me of him either. But I was immediately thinking. I wonder what this film would be like if it got recast today and they did a new version of The Warrior. Not that it needs to be done. Nothing like that needs to be done. Anytime someone does a remake of anything or a recasting of anything like this and they do a new version, my answer is always, no thanks, (laughs) we've already got one. Yeah. We've got one Unless already. Unless the one that was already done was quite rubbish and then the person remaking it actually does a good job. Yeah, so in some instances, if something had a lot of hype behind it and then failed to deliver and the fans were annoyed by it. Those, Aragon. The film Aragon, the book series, loads of people loved. The film was a massive flop and a disappointment. Was the Last Airbender, Avatar, was The Last Airbender. No, it wasn't. No, no but what no. I'm saying is, if it did get remade, it would probably be done better. No, what? Yeah, no, but I was thinking of like I couldn't think of any real life examples where somebody made a film. Oh, that right. Was kind of bad, and then they remade it, and the remake was better and like good. Yeah, if anyone wants to message us with anything that you think might be like that do message us up on our social medias which we will give out at the end of the podcast because 
if there is a film that got remade that is more popular than and and better made than the original, we might watch it. Sorry? Was Sin City a remake? No. Oh. No. Why did I think that? I don't maybe know. something like that has been there. I don't know. But I did think that maybe if they did this again today, Keegan Michael Key would be perfect for that <laughs> Cyrus part. I don't know. I did also put down the effort that's gone into the baseball themed gang. Like Yeah. Come on, guys. There's a difference between being in a gang and just trying too hard. Because they have, to, they have to put that on every day. Yeah, that's every day for that. And here's the thing. I bet their skin's really bad under there. Oh, awful. Imagine the process for taking it off at the end of the night. <laughs> I mean, it's one thing putting putting it on. <laughs> Getting it off is a whole ordeal. Yeah, they probably just didn't bother. <laughs> and I couldn't work out why they were the baseball gang, the Furies, right? I couldn't work out why they were baseball-themed but also didn't talk as if they were mimes. Well, they didn't say anything. They didn't chant anything. Oh. They didn't actually shout anything but at when them. But f- when they were fighting with other gangs, there wasn't really a lot of talking going on at all. Well, you'd think they would at least shout something intimidating. Like, you know, one of them would have made, like, a baseball joke. They would have gone, batter up, or something like that. So, like... I'm really glad they didn't do that. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. See, this is why I'm never going to make my The Warriors, <laughs> because I think that's a perfectly fine line of dialogue to have at that instance. Right. And, obviously, doesn't go down well. And I'm not the kind of person that takes, Ooh, you know... Oh, the... Freaky Friday was a remake that was... Be- oh! oh, I just thought of one, I just thought of one, I just thought of one. Okay. The Parent Trap. Oh, my God, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, actually, you might be right. people would say that the original Parent Trap was better, but I thought it looked weird. But here's the thing. I th- the, the Parent Trap, I think, is literally a line-for-line line remake. Like, pretty it's much, almost yeah. pretty... Although, I, I had one of these... I had one of those Disney sing-along song videos because they're right. hashtag classic. And hashtag classic. <laughs> and then um, one of them was from The Parent Trap and it was basically just those two twins who I found just for some reason really creepy. Twins don't normally... You know people say that twins are creepy to them. Sure. Twins aren't creepy to me. I don't... No. I'm not bothered. But those two, when Were I was creepy. younger and I was watching that, for some reason, I don't know whether it was... The, the com- original one, yeah? Yeah. I don't know whether it was like the combination of their odd, like, high-pitched American singing voices and the fact that, like, they... It was on just like an old timey looking thing. I don't know it was just like Grainy the perfect film. yeah like the perfect mixture of me being like seven and like that odd it was really weird but yeah they sang a really weird song together that wasn't uh, in the that wasn't in the uh, Melinda Lohan one was it oh yeah here's the thing for the remake of The Parent Trap for some reason in my mind and it's always a little bit Mandela effect E. I always think that it was Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen because they're twins. Oh no! It's, I always what, think it's them. It's Lindsay Lohan. It's, Lindsay Lo- it's just two <laughs> Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. Which is uh, which she is. She should have got a lot more credit for that film. Which she admittedly, was a child. well, yeah, admittedly, two Lindsay Lohan's is scare much scarier <laughs> than one Lindsay Lohan. So I get why you're freaked out by twins. <laughs> I actually think so, that in the original Parent Trap, it, it was also one girl. I'm trying to I remember think it now. Was. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it might well have been. But yeah, the uh, the effort of the baseball gang, 
I'm just like, that's a lot of effort to go into. But it did make me think. Here's a question for you that I want you to think on that we can answer. Uh, what would your gang be called and what would your theme be for your gang? And this also goes for any listeners as well. If you want to message in and tell us what your gang theme would be and what you'd be called, then absolutely do. Because maybe if one of them is good enough, we'll start start a gang. We'll start, <laughs> Don't start. start saying that. We're not going to start a gang. Hey, look, I never said we're a gang that goes around and commits violent acts of crime. I just said we we can be a gang. We don't we don't we don't have to do anything other than sit around and chat shop, you know? Shop of what? Like being a gang. <laughs> like hey, what 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 can we do for for our for our gang activities? I don't know, game night. Um, yeah, you know? okay, yeah, I suppose. I mean, every gang has a game night. I'm certain like Monday commit crimes. Tuesday steal something priceless. Wednesday Relax, game night. Thursday, pizza night. You know. <laughs> My gang already exists. What is it? Cobra Kai. Co- your uh, okay. Oh, okay. No, Eagle Fang now. Eagle Fang. It so was you're Cobra the. Kai when uh, Lawrence was there. You're the Southampton Eagle <laughs> Fangs. Oh, that sounds really rubbish now. Uh, <laughs> but you killed it. You killed uh, it straight away. Dead. See, after we after I first watched Pitch Perfect, I was going to start an acapella group called the Southampton Misogynotes. <laughs> But then you remember you don't know anybody that sings. Yeah, I was literally the only person with any singing ability. So. Oh, you say so yourself. <laughs> I do say so myself. I do. I'm not going to do it now, no, no, but I do. I do say so um, myself. No, I want to be called the Montanas. The Montanas. Yeah. Okay. So then, like, we walk towards people as one person, and then as okay. we get towards them, we, like, Do a spin. Switch. And then we we look different, and then they're like, "Whoa!" And I it's like the power of distraction. And then also that helps when the police are, are after you as well, because that girl was like, "What?" Well, he was like, "Where did you get that coat from?" I stole it. Cops are looking for a girl in a pink top. It's like, yeah, but you're still in a pink top. You've just got a coat <laughs> on it. Just got a coat over. She you. hasn't hidden herself. She's no. walking around, and it's still right open at the front. Yeah, it's not exactly <laughs> hiding anything. I'm trying to think of what my gang would be. I, I like I like to think that uh, maybe we would be the Campbells, and <laughs> um, we would wear denim shirts and massive and, chins and have massive chins. Yeah, so I like to think that that would be the theme of. And my I mean game. that as a compliment when I'm talking about him. I don't mean that in a rude way. No, it's a handsome chin. If I had a chin half that good, <laughs> I needn't have grown a beard. <laughs> <laughs> he says without any ounce of humour behind it. <laughs> Deadly serious. Deadly serious. Is that why you grew a beard? Partly. Partly. Uh, my chin's rubbish. So it's uh, no, my, my chin's... Yeah, but you don't have the... Yeah, but, I mean, you can't grow a beard, so you're... It's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thanks for that. That's going on record as one of the worst things that you've said. <laughs> I am, of course, joking, obviously. It wasn't, I oh, like... no, your chin, there's no problem. There's nothing wrong with your chin. It was, oh, yeah, but you can't grow a beard, so it's fine. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were more talking about my beard than your chin, but it's okay. No, it's because right. your beard is actually no. nice. Yeah, and, and your chin is said... nice. <laughs> and, and then, your chin and then, is nice. You needn't like, grow oh, a beard. Okay. It's okay. 
You needn't put the well, effort in. Just as well, because I can't. Needn't put Actually, the effort into Actually, what you should be saying is, you could grow a beard if you put your mind to it. You shouldn't be telling me what I can't do. Okay, all right. Well, you if you really put your mind to it. should be telling me what I can do, it. which is, yeah. can not grow a beard. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that'll be the theme of my... Uh... Oh, no. Maybe that'll be the theme of my gang the now. The put-downs. Not... No. <laughs> I want to be the lumberjacks. Oh. So we're just a group of men that go around wearing plaid... <laughs> and suspenders and jeans and grow big beards. Yeah. That's the theme. There we go. Plaid and beards. <laughs> plaid and beards. Plaid there's and your, beards. There's your theme, plaid and beards. There, there's your theme, red and wild. <laughs> Someone in the uh, in the all-female group went a little heavy with the crimping iron. Yeah, she did. So, yeah, I um, didn't think that was a 70s thing. I thought that was big in the 90s. That's probably why she was the only one that had it. <laughs> yeah. She went a little bit mad with the crimping iron and everyone else was going to say, oh, pass the crimping iron around, I'll do mine. And she came out with her hair like that and went, <laughs> maybe not. I think you're all right. I'll leave love, it for now. I used to love crimping my hair. Did you? Yeah. Did you do the Lizzie McGuire thing of crimping like one <laughs> bit in the middle of your hair? I don't know. But so probably. the rest of your hair was straight and then there was one section that was crimped. <laughs> probably. Because that was, remember, that was a very Lizzie McGuire thing to do. Yeah, she did do that. I find it so funny that we are back on the subject of Lizzie McGuire again. <laughs> it's because she's queen. I think we need to start the Lizzie McGuire podcast. Oh. <gasps> the official Lizzie, <laughs> Lizzie McGuire podcast. We're at that stage People now. People would actually listen to that, though. Probably more than this. <laughs> what we do is we do a commentary of every episode. Of We do a commentary of one episode each episode. And then we kind of talk about it afterwards. Can I actually do that? If you, if you genuinely want to do it, I... I I will I will even <laughs> set it up and you will host it. You will be the main talent behind it, and it'll and we can mark us. I mean, we might not be the quote unquote official Lizzie McGuire podcast. Oh, we we might well be the only one. I don't but know. I mean, I don't know. That's true. I, I guess know. I guess hair crimping must have started in the seventies then, and and then went out of fashion when everyone saw this. <laughs> like <laughs> maybe not. Let's leave it twenty years. See what happens. Okay. Because it kind of there was like perm curly thing in the eighties. Yeah. A little bit of it, I suppose, but not as much. And then the nineties hit, and everyone went crazy on it. Everyone went mad. Hair crimping the night away. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, here's. Now, I know what your reaction is going to be, all right? But I do have one more bit of trivia. I know I normally do the three. This one is so good, but also going to take up a little while. Oh. But this is another bit of trivia for you, all right? We didn't do... we The, the bat to the face one, we didn't do whether that was a fart noise or an applause. Are you going to give it a fart noise or an oh, applause? No, well... It was okay because we had a conversation out of it, so it started so, off something. So that's not so a smattering of applause, a golf, a golf clap. Yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect, perfect. Right. <laughs> okay, strap in, Amber. Strap in. I don't have a strap. Sorry, that was a little bit of ASMR for you. I need to take a drink because this one is long. Don't All right. That in, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I might do. I might just leave it in just for the fun because the, I need to whet my whistle. Here are the gangs that were listed in the script. Some made it into the movie, others didn't. 
are you ready for a list of the gangs that were in the script? How long is this going to take? Let's find out no. together. Right, read them off. I'm going to do it as quickly as possible. No, not really quick. I want to hear some of them. Okay. The Alley Cats, the Amsterdam All-Stars, the what? Baseball Furies, a.k.a. the Furies, which we saw. Yeah. The Black Hands, the Black Jacks, the Big Trains, the Boppers. Big the... Trains. I know. The Boyle Avenue Runners, the Charlemagnes, the Colt 45s, the Dealers, the Delaney Rovers, the Destroyers, the Dingoes, the E Street Blazers slash the E Street Shufflers. The Easy Aces, the Electric Eliminators, which we did see. We saw yes, them we at the start. Them, yeah. The 8th Street Bombers slash the 8th Street Ave- the 8th Avenue Apaches. The Fastballs, the 5th Street Bombers, the Fillmores, the Firestarters, the Five Points, the Gerards, the Gladiators, the Gohards, the Gun Hill Dancers, <laughs> the Gramercy Riffs, a.k.a. the Riffs. That was the biggest one. That was the one yeah, that the rips, Cyrus yeah. led, the, the biggest yeah, gang in New York. The High Hats, the High Rollers, the Homeboys, the Hoplites, the Howitzers, the Hucks. How was the riffs in the H's? The gr- No, they were in the G's, the Gramercy riffs. Oh. Yeah. The Hurricanes, the Imps, the Jesters, the Jones Street Boys, the Judas Bunch, the Jupiters, the Knockdowns, the Knuckles, the Lizzies. Oh yeah I That makes sense They were called the Lizzies And they had the crimping Lizzie McGuire It all connects It all connects Everybody loves Lizzie McGuire Even the lo- in the 70s I know right Even before it was even a thing The Locos The Magicians The Meat Packers Oh god <laughs> The the Mongols, the Moonrunners, the Napoleons, the Nickel Stakes, the Night Riders, the Ninth Avenue Razors, the Orphans, the Panzers, the Phillies, the Plainsmen, the Punks, the Queensbridge Mutilators, the Real Boys, the Red Hook Shooters, the Roadmasters, the Rogues, the Romans, the Runaways, the Saracens, the Saratogas, the Savage Huns, the Shanghai Sultans, the Southern Cross, the Speedwagons, the Sports, the Stevedores, the stilettos the stonebreakers the terriers the turks the turnbull acs which we did see did you say the orphans i did say the orphans <laughs> the van Cortland rangers the warriors aka the coney island warriors oh. the whisperers the xenophones the xylophones the yo-yos the young bloods the zodiacs and the zulus they're just like it gets to the end and they're just like Jesus. oh we need an, another x and a y um the xylophones and yo-yos they were just looking at a kid's alphabet good god i didn't actually read how long that list was i just saw the top of it and i was like i'm gonna go for it <laughs> it's gonna be a whole bit i'm gonna dedicate myself to it i'm gonna do it throw myself into it i didn't realize how long that was as soon as I got like quarter of the way in, I immediately wish I hadn't. Done. <laughs> I wish I hadn't done it. Oh, to think that that's we, a lot. That's like a lot of those trivias. We only saw. <laughs> we are, that was all in the script. Yeah, we saw like five of them in the main plot. Yeah, and then at the beginning there must he have been, there must have been hundreds because they said there were ten thousand strong. Yeah, Cyrus pointed out a few of yeah. them pointed out we've got these ones yeah sitting next to these ones and we've got these ones with shaking hands with these ones and he pointed out a few of them so i'm like oh okay i see where this is going and then it's just like 
throughout the I thought we were going to see them dodging them left, right, and centre. We only saw like five. Yeah, because those are the ones that would work with the other gang to yeah. get them. Yeah. They're the only people that knew that it was them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They like tried to frame them. Kind yeah. Of. I still can't figure out which of those gangs was the mine one was meant to be. Maybe it was the Harlequins. I don't know. It might have been the Harlequins. Oh, yeah, probably. But what was the baseball people? The, baseball the Furies. Furies. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we saw the Furies and we saw the, the Turnbull, roller skating people. The Turnbull Aces. Are those and, the ter- roller skating people? Uh, I can't remember. I don't think they were. No, because no, only one of them was on roller skates. Yeah, Everyone else was walking, which I thought was weird. That was a weird, weird choice for him, then. That was a, just a weird fashion choice. And, you know, everyone else was dressed like they were Mork from Mork and Mindy, <laughs> which I thought, that's that's weird. Oh, yeah, they were called the Morks, I remember. Yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. So, lots of gangs there. More gangs than I realised in New York. I mean, if there's that many gangs, <laughs> like, how much turf do they each have? It must only be, like, that's one street. That's literally what he said. That's actually what he said at the beginning. Yeah. Why are we fighting for 10 square foot of land? Right, yeah, saying. right, yes. Okay, that line makes sense now. That does make sense, yeah, because they only really have, like, one street each. Yeah. Which Man. is why they shouldn't be walking down that street with their colours on, ready for war, and somebody else's turf. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what, what, I'm just walking. What, can I not go to the corner shop now because you own this street? And that's the beauty of being in the lumberjacks because you can just claim, well, dude, this is just a plaid shirt. I'm just a hipster. I'm on my way to my baristing yeah, job. You would it's need fine. something to mark yeah. you, though. Your disguise is the glasses. <laughs> you take the glasses off and you're the lumberjacks. You put the glasses on, you're just a hipster. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. So that's the disguise. That's the beauty of being in the lumberjacks. So I am. I am now officially accepting applications to join the Lumberjacks. Uh, you can apply through social media. You do have to have a beard and a plaid shirt at the very least ready to go. Suspenders will be optional. It's okay. So. Suspenders. <laughs> suspenders. Braces. Braces. For men. <laughs> Braces. Well, yeah. I um, thought suspenders were tight. Yeah. Or, well, I mean. I, Yes, well, I mean, you can wear those as well if you want. We don't judge in the lumberjacks. <laughs> the lum- um, Monty Python already did that. Yeah, we d- we don't. Do you we don't. Yeah, the lumberjack song. I'm the lumberjack. I'm okay. You're not allowed to Sleep sing that. Uh, yeah, no, it was going to be a parody song. It's okay. I was going to change the words. <laughs> no, but isn't it like towards the end, one of them's wearing their wife's nighties? Yeah, something, like women's clothes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They they dress up in women's clothing and just like his dear mama. So I never understood that. And it's Monty Python. It's yeah, all it's all really strange. That's literally like the only thing that Meg and Family Guy said that's made any sense. I'm a girl. I don't even like the good Monty Python sketches. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. That, that is you. Even those ones where like about that like about that parrot that died. <laughs> it's not even funny. It's not funny. It is you know a bit funny. Do you know I know about? exactly what you're talking about. I was there going. He tries to take the parrot yeah. back because it's dead and yeah. he tries to get him a refund because it wasn't dead when yeah. he bought it. Yeah. It was dead when he bought it, I mean. No, yeah. That's what I it mean, says. I mean, I find it funny. There's one good Monty Python sketch. <laughs> There's one good Monty Python sketch. Mm. And that is the one. I mean, there are multiple no, just one. good ones. This one, I'm going to okay. outline All it. All right, this is the okay, one. okay. When he goes in to the 
office for an argument. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. No. I. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're on the same level. I do agree with you there, where he goes in there for an argument. And then he's like, this is the room for arguments. No, it isn't. <laughs> no, it isn't. That is, yeah. So I, I I, back you on that one. That is... I um... paid for a full argument. You only gave me the 20-minute one. No, I didn't. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'll back you. I'll back no, that you one's on really that funny. one. I'll, I'll fight your point. If I had to one. have a dream job, it would be that. <laughs> oh, my God. I would just charge people to argue with me. And that would be that great. Would be so... People would do it as well. I think and the great thing it. is, you'd be especially so good at the, it, Amber. If, especially if you're on the internet. <gasps> I could start my own internet business and people could just like argue with you argue with me on the internet they would love it they would love it so much I like I want to have internet beef with someone well they would love it so much people would get too personal here I am (laughs) so I reckon that it is about time that we give the warriors a rating now as we do every episode the person that hasn't seen the film gets to give the film a rating, but what that rating is changes every episode. It's always out of five, but it will be five different things every episode. So we both haven't seen the film, so we need to think of what is going to be out of. Do you want to go first, or shall I rate it first? Um, I can go first if you want. All right, okay. It's difficult to rate it out of something because there wasn't anything like really specific that was like a big theme running through it apart from leather waistcoats, which is like... mm, So I'm going to give it four Wonder Wheels because they're pretty... Wonder Wheels, yes. I like that because it was at the beginning for ages and it was nice. Yeah, yeah, on Coney Island, the Coney Island Wonder Wheel, which you mentioned is probably where they got part of the idea of Wonder Wharf from Bob's Bob's Burgers. And I was like, yeah, actually, I didn't really think of it like that because I always thought, my mind always went to Santa Monica Pier or San Francisco. But actually, I did. now that you mentioned Coney Island, that stands a little bit more to reason, actually. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, uh, you say four. I think four, yeah. I don't okay. know, like... I don't know. I think the only reason why I wouldn't give it five is because I would have preferred, like, the acting to be a little bit... Right. ...better. I don't right. know. There were some points where I thought, oh, that seemed a bit... Mm. That sounded weird. Because it felt like this this film was the start of quite a few people's was going to be the start of quite a few people's careers in in film. Yeah, and then it wasn't. And it kind of wasn't, which was a little bit of a shame. I wonder why. But this is what I mean. Maybe they weren't, like, people that wanted to be actors too much. Maybe... I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. Maybe they were literally just trying to cast people that would be believable in these situations yeah, rather than actors. Yeah, probably. And rely they, on Like names. I said, they weren't bad. Yeah. Just some of the delivery was a bit like, oh, mm. that was awkward. Mm. Oh, well, that was a bit weird, you know? Well, I am also going to give it four. I'm going to give it four roller skates. Yeah. Because I thought that was a really weird choice for that one guy to make when no one else in the gang was wearing roller skates. I thought that was going to be a whole thing. Nope. Yeah, that was their thing. Just that one guy. And the fact that he moved around without even, like, moving his <laughs> arms or blinking. 
I just thought that was weird. First, that might have been their first night as a gang. And he was like, okay, I reckon that we should all come in roller skates because that would be like really cool yeah. to have us all rolling around. And then they all turn up and they're just wearing regular shoes. Yeah. And he's like, oh, and he's like, no, 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 you, well, we'll test the waters with this, with this, like this idea, this <laughs> we'll see, theme. We'll see how you we'll get see, on. We'll see how we get on for one night with it. If you do well, we'll all give it a go. See how we go from there. And then we might adopt it. Because at the moment, our whole thing is the denim dungarees. <laughs> and we're kind of liking that at the moment as a thing. Because we're actually... It's nice. It's simple. It's straightforward. Gets the message across. And we don't need to change into our colours when we're doing gang stuff. It's practical. There's pockets everywhere on these things. <laughs> Because we're actually called Sneakers McWalks on the ground, so you can't have those. <laughs> Why would you ever think that that gang was a good time to start roller skating around? Sneakers McWalks on the ground. What a brilliant character. Everything you need to know about his character is right there in his name. I love it. Tells you everything you need to know about this character's motivation. Walking brilliant. On the ground, wearing Walking on the ground wearing sneakers. That's his whole thing. No, I'm going to... Irish. <laughs> Sneakers and <laughs> walks on the ground. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to give it four roller skates. Um, I, again, I, I would be tempted to bump it up to a four and a half, maybe even a five, if there was a little bit more believability. Like, if this, had, if this was a little bit like... The Lost Boys, where it was one of Kiefer Sutherland's like first appearances, yeah, I and suppose. you're watching like, someone kind of starting like quite good, yeah, then. and you're and you're watching like the formative years of someone in that, and you're seeing them like grow and kind of take on this character and this character's arc across yeah. the whole thing. Because the, the, I thought there was going to be more of a bit of a character arc for Swan kind of coming into the role of a leader because he kept getting challenged by the yeah. Ajax kid. Oh, but then he's but gone now, he so. got arrested. So <laughs> that was just like, that got taken out. And I was like, okay. So he hasn't really had to like grow into this leadership role. He's actually already I mean, I doing really well at it. Himself. Yeah, yeah. He's already yeah. doing well. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. So I'm so I'm going to stick firmly with four. But it was it was brilliant i just yeah, want to make that clear it was clear. good action and it was like really fast paced and yeah, yeah it was good and there was just enough of story to keep you interested but it wasn't like over the top where you had to get involved in all of the backstories and the little bits of live and it was just about that one night yeah and that's like those are the types of films that i like yeah no that that was it was so it was a great film start to finish mm. and the lit that list of all of those other that's attention to detail in a script that is attention to that's world building. Waste of time, I know. Did that trivia get a thumbs up or a fart? No, I'm going to give it a fart noise. <laughs> I regretted it halfway through. I'll be honest with you. When I started running out of breath, I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll get. There we go. It gave so, you flatulence. There we go. So that's yeah. what it's got. Yeah. Uh, there we go. So there you have it. The Warriors gets four roller skates and four wonder wheels. So a joint four out of amber and myself but what do you all out there listening think do you think that the warriors is this cult classic film that because it's a short punchy brilliantly made film that everyone needs to see or is it still something that has flown completely under your radar because of 
whatever reason it might be that it's just not your thing that it's too old that it isn't your kind of genre what would your gang be and what would the theme be for them and are there any remakes of films that you think are better than the original that we should probably take a look at or indeed any other film that you deem to be a classic that you might well be shocked that one of us or both of us might not have seen all of these things can be sent to us through our social medias. I am at Drew Bridger. At Amber Inch. And don't forget to use the hashtag BTTRpod so that we know when we are being talked about on the internet. Amber, if the listeners have enjoyed this episode, what else should they do? Like, subscribe and review on your podcast service and rate five stars. Also follow at BTTR Podcast on Insta. Absolutely do that. Gram. We, Gram. <laughs> we may well put up a picture of ourselves in our gang colours. I don't know. Gang colours? Yeah, in our gang colours. Hannah col- Montana's gang colour is glitter. Glitter? <laughs> Are you going to do like the half and half? So you like turn sideways and you're brunette and you turn the other way and, and, uh, and you're blonde. So all you have to do is show like one half of your body to the cops to like distinguish between the other. Maybe. I mean, that would be... I was thinking about back and front. Ah, (laughs) nice. So you've got to dye your hair down the middle, but not the middle that you think. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. How are you going to do that? That's going to be a really weird parting in your hair. I was just picturing, like, um, when Voldemort came out the back of that man's head. Oh, right. Okay, I see. I see. That makes a little bit more sense. (laughs) Okay, that that that's good. But yes, please do feel free to tell all of your other gang members about this about podcast. Gangs. Well, all right. I mean, your group group of friends that you hang out with on a regular basis and wear very similar clothes and to, don't do and don't and definitely don't commit violent with. crimes with. Feel free to tell all of them about this podcast because podcasts like this do rely on word of mouth from wonderful listeners such as yourselves. If you haven't enjoyed this episode, then you've probably stopped listening by this point and this message is not for you. But until our next episode, Amber, I have a very important question to ask you. Mm. Are you ready to answer? Yeah. All right, here it comes. Can you dig it? Sucker. <laughs> Suckers! Suckers! <laughs>